14. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And since this week we're talking about bizarre commercials, we're going to be hitting up the uh, best of local TV, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and basically the entire country of Japan. <laughs> yes. I said that before when we were in the pre-show, going down those Japanese commercial collections that they had on YouTube. Just kept getting weirder and weirder every single time they were selling. You know, it's a guy turns into a motorcycle and is flying around a circus and it's selling noodles. Nice. Mr. Sparkle. Always selling noodles. I like noodles. Mr. Sparkle, don't your angel. <laughs> if you also like noodles, you probably won't find any noodle themed shows on Geek Life Radio, but you will find us as well as shows like All Things Transformers. The Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, HTML, all the things, and of course, Geek Life Radio's own Red Dead Radio Hour, the Schmorgishborg. Is that the one? It's closer. You got Pat with that one. I was not expecting that. Yep, and if you're looking for some of our older stuff, you can find us on uh, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, but you can also find us on the bigger places like Amazon Music, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Also, if you're looking for iTunes, some, right? I, iTunes, iTunes, I think is now Apple Podcasts. iTunes oh, is now Apple okay. Podcasts, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for, for music, it's still iTunes. They didn't, like, get rid of iTunes, but <laughs> for us, it's Apple Podcasts. Yeah. That would be weird if they just got rid of music. Like, we're out of it. <laughs> That'd be strange. It's all podcasts now. <laughs> Half of music is Joel. <laughs> Whoa. And I'm still not making a dollar. Well, the important thing is you're making friends. I'm still not making friends. <laughs> it's about that time. This week in music, movies, and TV. All right, so this week we are going with March 31st, 1999, which was a release of the first TiVo machines. It kind of changed the way people started making commercials, because once they realized you could skip them after the first like one or two seconds, they're like, okay, we got to grab their attention real fast. Yeah. Then they figured out a way around it on YouTube. Yep. It's like a constant battle now between ad blockers and TiVo type things and commercial makers. <laughs> we see you're using an ad blocker. If you click here, you can turn that off. The hell I will. If I, can, <laughs> if I click here, I can close this browser window. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, music, which still existed in 1999. The number one song in the land was Believe by Cher. Yep. That certainly was a song. That is a song that people played on the radio. The beginning of auto-tune in way too much of our music. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I'm sure it was used before that, but she might have been the highest profile artist to use it. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty much kind of saying like outside of hip-hop and rap, you know, when, and it kind of became a top 40 thing, and, every, and suddenly it, all the pop artists are like, oh, wait, we can do that too? Huh. Wait, I don't have to know how to sing? Pandora's box was opened. Ah, that's funny. Pandora. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, it was unintentional. I thought okay. you were. Oh, never mind. All right. Uh, Sam Kiska 
American bass player and founding member of Greta Van Fleet, with his brothers Josh and Jake, was born in Frankenmuth, Michigan on April 3rd. I've been to Frankenmuth, Michigan. Really? Yeah. What's in Frankenmuth? I, hell if I know. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. <laughs> we're pretty awesome. I was very impressed uh, when uh, I was introduced to Greta Van Fleet. If you like Led Zeppelin, you might like Greta Van Fleet. Right, because it's basically just more of that. Yes. Frankenmuth, Michigan. Michigan's Little Barvaria. Is that Bar- their Barvaria? That's, little, that's literally their tag. Bavaria. Barbaria. No, Bavaria. Bavaria. There you go. Not Barvaria. I'm saying the same thing. Quarter. Nicolage. Nicolage. I think I think the reason we went there is that there was a ton of wineries. Oh. And yeah. That tracks. Yeah. We found me doing a little smoky in the bandit action. And finally, the nineteen ninety-nine Soul Train Music Awards were held at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles, California, and aired live in select cities on March twenty-sixth, honoring the best in R and B, soul, rap, jazz, and gospel music from the previous year. The show was hosted by Tyra Banks, Brian McKnight, and Monica. Winners included Luther Vandross, R. Kelly, and Lauren Hill. <laughs> Brian McKnight. I always enjoyed Soul Train because it was like something wild to watch that signaled like the end of Saturday morning cartoons. But I actually didn't know about like that they had their own music awards. Huh. Soul Train. So <laughs> when I was working for Starbucks... They have they had a yearly meeting. All the managers would all go to one spot, and usually in Seattle. And they had all the basketball arena is where they had the big meeting for every Starbucks manager in the nation in Canada. And they were like, "Yeah, we have entertainment for you. Yes, entertainment for all tonight. We've got Brian McKnight." The place emptied, like nobody wanted anything to do with it. I had heard the next morning there was like fifty people that stuck around to watch Brian McKnight. I don't know if I could pick a Brian McKnight song out. Of like... Exactly, it's yeah. like soft R and B. Really was really generic, and it was so bad. The next year, they were talking about the entertainment and the opening of the whole thing, and they're like, "And this year, we do not have Brian McKnight." <laughs> like somewhere, Brian McKnight just shed a tear. We've got Suge Knight. <laughs> Wait, what? We've got Christopher McKnight. <laughs> when it's time to change, you have to <laughs> rearrange. All right, moving on to movies. The number one movie in the land was Forces of Nature, which was knocked off the top spot by The Matrix. I think just about anything could have knocked it off, but... Yeah, I don't actually know what that movie is. Uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, yep. Oh, rom-com. Peak of their prime. Well, I wouldn't go that far, I guess. Yeah. Ten Things I Hate About You, which was a modernization of Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, which starred Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger, was released on March 31st. Other movies released this week included Ed TV, The Mod Squad, Cookie's Fortune, and The Matrix. Hmm. Very 90s. And Ten Things I Hate About You is like one of those movies that like has no business being as great as it is. 100%. Well, yeah, we, talked we talked about, about that on that show. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did that, didn't we? Yeah. Remember that a couple of shows ago when we were like, I could have sworn we did a, sh- a Shakespeare show before. That's what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, we did a deep dive. 
that was one of the few times where I put on a movie and was like, I'm watching a movie for the podcast. And all usually the girls get up and walk out because they're like, I don't know what shit he's going to be watching tonight. <laughs> but this time I'm like, no, give it 15 minutes. That's all I'm asking. And they loved it. They actually, we have our own copy now. So nice. The great cast. Come on, sit down and watch yeah. this movie with me, Pat. <laughs> the Mod Squad. Why haven't we done a Mod Squad show? Because that movie was not great. Yeah. And because that would be the remake and it's already like. 30 years ago? Yeah. 21. We can't Santa Claus this shit again? Right. Not for the mod It squad. should have been good. Giovanni Ribisi, Claire Danes, and uh, was it Omar Epps? Yeah. But mm. it just it just died on the vine. It should have been good, but it wasn't. Nope. <laughs> Gary Morton, born Morton Goldaper, <laughs> was an American stand-up comedian. What a great name. Why would you change that name yeah, if you're going to be a comedian? Why would you change it? <laughs> uh, later, he was a producer and studio executive in association with his second wife, Lucille Ball. On March 30th, he died of lung cancer. Absolutely. All right. So TV, the top shows in the land were Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? In the top three slots, followed by ER, Friends, and Frasier. Wait, so Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? There were th- enough versions of it going that it had the top three slots this was right about the time when it, they started realizing what a cash cow they had in the advertising and so instead of it being a once a week program it was every night yep okay it was everywhere yeah oh yeah i remember that terry w wilson was an american actor most noted for his role as bill hawks the assistant trail master in all 267 episodes of the western television series wagon train which aired from 1957 to 1965. In his early years, Wilson was a stunt performer for John Wayne in Rio Grande and the acronym of the week, which is S-O-I-J. Pretty sure that stands for So Off I Jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Which is another John Wayne flick. Written by Shakespeare, very, very classy. It's my autobiography title. It's like John Wayne doing Shakespeare. (laughs) Is this this the dagger I see? Nope, I'm sorry, you're incorrect. That is the that is Sands of Iwo Jima. Ooh, that is actually a great movie. Also about masturbation. No, no, no. it's not. No? No. no. Um, I hate to break it to you. Sand is a horrible lubricant. <laughs> he says with despair of a man who knows. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that take that as wise words from a man who knows. <laughs> this isn't working. Throw more sand on it. What? <laughs> Obviously, obviously so the solution is more sand. Yes. I'm going to make it so dry for you. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. So March 26th was Tom Snyder's last The Late Late Show. Following Monday, Craig Kilborn of Comedy Central's The Daily Show took his place at the show's host. Also debuting this week was Futurama and Strangers with Candy. Ah, Futurama. I love mm-hmm. that show. It was a Strangers with Candy. That was with, from the Kids in the Hall guys, right? No, you're thinking of Brain Candy. Oh, Brain Candy. That's right. Okay. Strangers with Candy was the vehicle for... Oh, why am I blanking on her name? She was just in The Mandalorian. Amy Sedaris. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, she's like a 46-year-old high school student. Oh, that's right. I remember that now, yeah. Yep. Well, all right, then. Moving on to sports. 
On March 28th at WrestleMania 15 in Philadelphia, Stone Cold Steve Austin beat The Rock in a no-disqualification match for the WWF heavyweight title. I guess he smelled what he was cooking. <laughs> I came home the other day, and Katie was watching a YouTube retrospective of The Undertaker. <laughs> Not, yeah, that was my that was my whole just what? She's, <laughs> right. She's suddenly now into like she's like, have you heard of this guy Sting? I'm like, yeah, I know Sting. What? Wh- when did you get into wrestling? Was she watching <laughs> it ironically or something? I, no, I don't know. She's like really into like she's you know she's learning about like these rivalries and went on before and you know after you know off the off the ring in the ring that sort of thing and she's. We ought to get her to listen to our wrestling episode. Yeah, I'll get her to listen to that. But I'm just like, this is not the next thing I expected you to go on to. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Must be something that guys at work are into, and they talk about it a lot. So she's. Oh, that's true. She does work with UFC fighters. Yep. Oh. That may be part of it. And it's got kind of the soap opera ish thing going. So I I could actually see it. Yeah, there's a storyline, and she likes likes good stories. And there's yeah. the, 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 what I say all the time about wrestling, pro wrestling, is they know showmanship. Oh yeah, they're they're you know it's a shitload of fun to watch. It's stupid as as hell, but it's it's a lot of fun. And I was like, did you ever see the video of man of mankind getting thrown <laughs> off the cage onto a uh, table? You, don't start somebody off at that point. They got to build up to that because yeah, you, <laughs> you can't get by higher than that. <laughs> no, that's one of that's one of the most iconic moments in all of wrestling that. That whole thing, yeah. Woo! I know. <laughs> She's like that will that will never be matched again. No one, no be, one's ever going to be dumb enough to do that. No, it's just like, did they rehearse that? Nope, not at all. That just happened. That's taller than our house. Yeah, it was taller than a two story house. Hell in a cell. Yep. <laughs> all right, moving on. In the NCAA National Championship basketball game held March 29th, Connecticut defeated Duke 77-74 to to win their first-ever national championship in their first-ever national championship game. In doing so, they snapped Duke's 32-game winning streak and scored the biggest point spread upset in championship game history as Connecticut was a 9.5-point underdog in the game. Hmm. It's a close game, but wow. Yeah. Well, the bookies were had them set to lose by by you know nine to ten points. So. Yeah, a lot of people lost money on that game. Yep, a lot of bookies. Did you, Patrick? No, I don't sports bet. Actually, there's only one oh. bet I make in sports ever, and it's for the Rockets to win the championship every year before the season starts. Yeah. Something I've done ever since like 1992, I think. Before the season starts. Mm-hmm. Just, when was the team? last time they won a ta- championship? Ninety-five. Okay, so you at least got a couple bets in there before the universe turned on you. That was yeah, my question. Sure. Yeah, yeah, because that was back when I could win. <laughs> I'm just and, go ahead. I'm buying the Rockets to win. They're not even in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that that team got disbanded. <laughs> I know. Right. Who's betting on the generals? <laughs> I thought they were due. <laughs> All right, lastly, Calvin Edwin Ripken Sr., was a coach and manager in Major League Baseball who spent 36 years in the Baltimore Orioles organization, also as a player and scout. He later served as manager of the baseball club on which his sons Kyle Jr. and Billy played. A heavy smoker who sat in the back of team buses to be alone so he could smoke. Ripken died on March 25th at the age of 63 from lung cancer. Absorbed. 
No surprise <laughs> there, though. Jeez. Yep. He got hit by a bus. His son, <laughs> his, his son, Cal Ripken Jr., um, actually achieved a little bit more fame than he did. But he was the one that ha- he's the one that has the record for most consecutive games played in a career without taking without an injury, without taking an inning off or anything. Wow. While yep. smoking. <laughs> right. While driving a bus. Play us out, I guess. Yeah. Have we not been paying you enough attention lately? Is that what's happening here? (laughs) Joel is acting out again. I just drooled on myself. Are you happy now? Well, happier. Oh. It's, 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 you know, it's an off night for us recording. So, you know, in rare form, maybe. Can you bring it up to medium rare? <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm not sure why I laughed because it was more clever than ha ha funny, but. So advertising, as far as we know, it's been around pretty much forever. Somebody's always trying to sell you something. Now, television advertising uh, according to the research that our researchers diligently researched, uh, theoretically, it probably came out in 1941 and before a baseball game between the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Philadelphia Phillies. It was an announcement for Bolovia watches, and they paid anywhere between four to nine dollars for this ad. It was a W. Apparently, there was no receipt because reports vary. Yes. Uh, they dis- displayed a WNBT test pattern that was supposed to look like a clock with the hand showing the time. The Bolovia logo with the phrase Bolovia watch time. <laughs> Bolova. Bolova, whatever. <laughs> it's not something I can afford. I'm not going to bother right? trying to learn how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. I can't even pay to look at one. That's why I don't even talk about Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> Bolova watch time. Appeared in the lower right-hand quadrant of the test pattern while the second hand swept around the dial for one minute. That was then. This is now. The television market has grown to such an extent that it's estimated to reach $69.87 billion for TV ad spending in the United States alone back in 2018. But That's a a pretty big Twinkie. Yeah. While we are not, we are talking about advertising. We're not talking as the overarching TV advertising. We're talking about advertising that made us go, what the hell did I just see? Yeah, when ads get weird. Because every now and then, an ad company... We'll get something pushed through, and someone will just rubber stamp it, and we wind up with some. We may later cover like the good and the bad, but this is just the straight up weird. Yeah, and so... like like it or not, weird is memorable, and that's the biggest problem you have in advertising. Mm-hmm. Like you need people to remember. Well, you also have to remember the product, not just the commercial. Yeah, that does sometimes present a problem. I mean, if you don't bring, if you do a commercial and don't bring up what the product is in the middle of it, then you're, you know, you're kind of wasting your time. But must be about noodles. Yes. <laughs> if it's a Japanese, it's a noodle uh, ad. And if it's American, it's probably jeans or Burger King. Are jeans ads weird? Usually. Jeans or perfume? Frequently. Yeah. Jeans and perfume are a lot of the odd ones that you might not know what they are. Perfume, I'll give you that. It was like a whole bunch of quick cut scenes of things happening across the city with like one girl or one guy that they're following what they're doing across this thing. And then suddenly everybody's in a pool smiling with a martini. And then it's like Chanel number five. <laughs> and everything's shot with a foggy lens. 
foggy lens in black and white or in like solarized or something like that. And you're like, what the hell? What does that have to do with perfume? <laughs> Buy this perfume and you will have these friends. I don't want these friends. Who drinks? Who drinks a martini? Who puts a glass glass in a pool? And you'll be shot <laughs> in soft focus. Can I break it? But yeah, we're going to talk about some of the weird stuff. Some of the stuff that we have from local uh, ads. As a kid, were there any commercials that really freaked you out that they were with their weirdness? I'm posting this in the chat just because I don't have it in the notes here. But Teddy Ruxpin, <laughs> those were kind of freaky because you didn't want your dolls coming to life. And Teddy Ruxpin was pretty close to that. Was there something about the ad, though, that was freaky or was just the toy freaky? The ad was creepy because, I mean, this particular one that I posted, if you watch it, and especially if you were a kid that, you know, saw commercials for like Child's Play or, or you know, any of the killer doll movies, it's kind of like, I don't want that in my living room. And it's just because he has dead eyes and he's, his mouth is moving and he's talking to you. And in the commercial, he looks like he's looking straight into your soul. So it always freaked me out a bit. I always wondered, because I noticed on the Teddy, my, my sister, or my brother, one of them had a Teddy Ruxpin. And I noticed on the cassette tapes that you put in his back, there was like an extra notch cut into the top of the tape that wasn't in regular tapes. And I always wondered if I took like my Megadeth cassette and cut that notch in there, could I get Teddy Ruxpin <laughs> to sing Megadeth? You probably could, or just rewire it. I think that would be an, rather entertaining if I'm correct, I think there are videos on YouTube of people doing just that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're out there. Man, I was ahead of my time. Didn't even know it. Could get him to, to you know, put some lines from Chucky in there. <laughs> Freak out your horror film fan. What about you, Josh? You had any commercials that you, you when you were a kid, you were kind of like, I don't want that. You know, I was already uh, probably late adolescence, maybe even a teenager, but the, the uh, Fruit Gushers commercial where their heads turned into giant fruits with faces oh. on them. <laughs> yeah, that was trippy. That was like insane body horror. And didn't they explode? They gushed, which I thought was some kind of sexual thing. <sighs> I would say, yeah, I, Pat, that I would qualify it as exploding. Yeah, or er erupted. Not necessarily in a scanner's kind of way. But yeah. yeah, they they did kind of blow up. And then, like, flooded the room and that sort of thing. Like, why yeah. would anybody eat that? Right? It's kind of like the modern-day Skittles commercials. I'm like, I get, you know, that they're weird and all that kind of stuff, but it's not really making me want to eat your product. Like, right. having to peel a Skittle off of somebody's face, for instance. Mm. But, yeah, that's definitely on brand with what we're talking about, the, right. the, the Skittles. It did seem like a lot of the food, like, stuff to get packed in your lunchbox commercials all tended to be a little bit bizarre because you had like fruit by the foot remember the fun fruits they had the uh the creepy trees that looked sort of like a happy version of the trees from wizards of oz yes yep i had forgotten about those and they shook themselves and the fun fruits rained down yeah Ugh. make it rain eat of my loins that was actually in the first run of that commercial and they realized <laughs> nobody wants that <laughs> we can't have any loin eatings <laughs> don't ever say that phrase again please no i mean one of the i mean we weirder ones when i was growing up was it was a local commercial i mean there's two of them that really stick in my head as being strange but i don't think there was one was strange just so it was strange and that was eagle man wow with the you know 
do you have insurance on this car? The, like the classic. That was oh, like, yeah. The, yeah. I've got something for you. Even my kids know about that because they they use it in TikTok videos and and memes and stuff now. Yeah, that one. The other one that I thought was was it wasn't as like was super weird, but it always made me laugh. Was Victory Auto Wreckers? Is that the one where the guy like tries to open the car door and it falls off? Yeah, and he's got. Oh, the, I love that he's one. Got the seventies mustache. He's got the <laughs> that gigantic leather band with like the three buckles on it for his watch, and then and the he's just like, off. "Oh, I yeah. never oh. could have seen this coming." God, <laughs> when oh. the door falls off, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's his whole. Oh. Oh. That. Not this again. Yeah, or the some of the other ones. I mean, like watching the shows. Do you remember? I'm trying to recall what it was, but it was sort of like a toothpaste, I believe. I don't remember the name of it, but it was talking about, oh, you, this is the smoker's toothpaste. If you use this toothpaste, your your teeth won't turn nicotine brown. And they're a whole showing of how it can, why you need to use this. Liquident. Liquident, that's right. A guy would take a long drag off a cigarette and then put a Kleenex or a handkerchief in front of his mouth. And he'd exhale through the handkerchief and show the brown stain. And I'm like, that doesn't make you want to use a, a toothpaste. It makes me want to quit smoking. <laughs> like, what the hell? That was a, that was a weird one, too. Should have worn the brown pants. <laughs> See, this guy was smart. He wore the brown pants. What about, were there any local stuff down in Texas, Pat? Nothing that I can remember, like, creeped me out or anything. Or anything bizarre? I don't remember any necessarily sticking out in my mind from my childhood. Other than, like... Freedom Rock. No. KTEL uh, commercials. That's what that was. Yeah, all the KTEL ones were a little. Is this Def- Freedom Rock Man? Def Freedom Rock Man? Turn it, <laughs> Turn it up, dude. dude. <laughs> they were just so poorly acted. Yes. And it did not make me want to buy the product. The music made you want to buy it. Yeah, not the, not the acting. Mm hmm. KTEL and Time Life Books. Do you want to know more? Read the book. Why do you make reading sound so ominous? Why, what am I going to read? It's like, am I going to summon something? What's going to happen? <laughs> Just read the book. Read the book. And then you wind up with, what was that scan that they were running with the uh, with those records? The original, oh. all, all by the original artists? Did you, I don't know if it's legend or what, but the one thing that I have read and or heard was that they would sell these records as being done by the original artists and it was actually this cover band that they named themselves the original artists <laughs> wow and i don't know if it's true but my heart of hearts i want it to be so bad right that's clever i hope it's true i do too i'm looking this up about the original artist but so did you have any jingles that stuck in your head yeah, I don't know if it's so much a jingle, but like we were talking about before the show, sometimes it's just like the, the logo for how they say the the business name is what gets you. And there, you got the Chicago uh, like deli uh, moo and oink, where their commercials always end with moo and oink. <laughs> <laughs> we got baby, baby, baby back ribs. <laughs> yeah, I was rewatching that one for the show, and I was like. I remember this, and I remember us going around going, Moo, I know, Inc. 
<laughs> and it was not a thing in Kansas City, so I didn't know what it was until I went to school. And, and with you guys. <laughs> Joel's just like, I don't know what this is, but I'm, I, I, I think people will like me if I do it. Moonoink, moonoink, moonoink was the shit though, man. They was they were a great deli. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're still around though. But you can get a lot of good stuff out of moonoink. Wasn't there one right on Madison? Yeah, yeah, I think that was the biggest still, one. They're still, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Let's see. I never went to one. I didn't know. It's a good butcher shop. Yeah. Yeah, there's still one on Arbonage. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I used to go there to get wings every now and then. Yeah, they're a meat wholesaler. It looks like they used to have individual other locations, but they're back down to what is probably where they also do the packing. Hmm. Annoying. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's one of the ones that's on the list here. The, the McDonald's commercials were always very catchy, like the two all beef, fatty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, you know, that. But the Mac Tonight one that we have on the list mm-hmm. of ones to talk about at some point, that one was the first thing that came to mind when I was reading your questions before I even looked at that. Because that, the original song, you already know that. And then when you plug it into this and you get, well, what was the guy's name? Was it just Mac, the, the moon face man? Yeah, Mac. Yeah, just he, Mac. He, he was Mac tonight. Yeah, played by the incomparable Doug Jones, who we we know from many things. Yeah, when you put those two together with a song that you already were familiar with, and uh, the 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 commercial, and all of a sudden it's stuck in your head for the next two or three weeks, and you want to eat McDonald's for some reason. Well, and then Mac, the Mac tonight thing got huge. I mean, there was actually a barbershop out here that does a thing called chop around the clock once a year. And they bring all the barber chairs out into the, onto the street right next to the barbershop. And they have bands and food and all that. And they raise money. They do free haircuts, take donations. And all the money goes to the Ronald McDonald house. And for many years when the Mac tonight thing was going on, Mac tonight would show up and play piano for everybody. So he had this. Oh, poor wow. dude. Yeah. So he had this <laughs> poor dude. Was it Doug Jones himself? <laughs> he might have been. Might have been. I don't even know. But I mean, this. I'm just thinking this poor guy shows up and he's like, yeah, I put on this. How do you play a piano for real? Not just like pretend to put your fingers there when you're wearing this half moon face. The giant crescent head. <laughs> Badonk. It? It's like every, every, ding, 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 and that's when the chin hits every time. I think he was a nightbreed. Oh, my God. He is, isn't he? <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, he was. What about toy commercials? Are there any toy commercials out there that you... Uh... Micro Machines. Oh, with the fastest with the... talking guy in the world? Yeah. Those were fun. He was so popular for a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was around for a long time. I remember him doing doing stuff. Yeah, he did other things, but it was it was impressive. I mean, it was weird in the fact that he was getting so much in in such a short amount of time. Yeah, you got to mm. strike when the iron's hot. Right? Do what you do. That was the first thing that popped to mind as far as toys. What about commercials that you totally hated? Hmm. Like make it make you change the channel. Hmm. There's got to be some. Uh, my buddy and kid sister. Um, oh, my buddy and me. My buddy. <laughs> my buddy. Whenever I go, I hated he goes. And it's a little creepy. I think it still kind of fits our yeah. our theme here. It is creepy because because it definitely goes into Chucky because you know the people that made my buddy like they're making a my buddy movie. I can't wait. What? Yeah, this is going to be such great press. No, what is it about? Don't he kills people. Shocker. That's great. 
Excuse me, I'm going to go drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were a little creepy, especially once Child's Play happened. And they, they got worse. Yeah. Yeah. And they made it, you know, sound like if you're a lonely kid, here's a friend for you. I know, right? I mean, I felt so bad for people that like, hey, you're so sad. You can't make friends. Your parents bought you one. Literally. It's for the Michael Scotts of the world. See this guy? I'm his best friend. Bought, it, bought him at Spencer's. <laughs> Those <same> guys <laughs> are keeping the Japanese sex toy doll industry in business. So. Yeah. So what about when we're all sitting around watching TV in the in college? I mean, we already kind of mentioned Eagle Man, but I think the other one that comes to mind for me first was the Quiznos Sponge Monkeys. Oh, God. They decided to take this wild viral ad where you've got two hamsters wearing hats with distorted human eyes and human mouths with bad teeth that shriek while they sing. That was Nightmare Fuel. We love these snobs. The snobs are good to us. And now the nightmares are back. You were a Sponge Monkeys fan, weren't you? I was, yes. I, I... I never forgot it, and I never forgot it was for Quiznos. <laughs> so, so it was effective advertising. Yeah, Mission accomplished, I guess. Right? I mean, I liked Quiznos before that, and after that, I was like, what the hell? All yeah, right. a lot of people did not like it. They're like, are you trying to tell me that these rodents live in your machines? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is what makes the sandwiches? Don't get a paper cut! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to respect them for putting it out there, though. You know, it's it's like the Burger King commercials that are more recent. You know, it's, it's you're taking something strange and making it your mascot, like, you know, Jared from Subway and <laughs> taking a risk that, you know, maybe it'll work. Entirely different risk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. problem with the sponge monkeys isn't leaving them alone with your kids. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, I held off on that joke again. Yeah, you are like just a bundle of yikes today, aren't you? <laughs> That's what my mom used to say when I was little. The little <laughs> bundle of yikes. <laughs> Yikers. Joel, it's time to get... Tr- yikes. Joel, it's time to get out of the shop. Yikes. <laughs> uh, she must have shared the home videos with you. We didn't ask her to, though. It's definitely true. But no, I mean, advertising, and that's the thing is that I've enjoyed about it is that occasionally, I mean, you get, again, going further back to the 80s, I mean, uh, Wendy's with Where's the Beef? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's going to be your choice of spokesperson. That's what makes your uh, commercial a little strange. Poor Clara Peller. He was just like, yeah, they paid me 50 bucks to say Where's the Beef a couple times. Man, I'm doing great. What are all these people doing outside my house? You know, it's right. There was t-shirts and there was like, yeah, voice box things that said it. And there were stickers. We've been talking about stickers a lot on the discord for 40 going on 14. I remember I had a Clara Peller. Where's the beef sticker with just her face saying, where's the beef? It's, it's kind of like the, you know, when things go viral now, it was the same kind of thing. I mean, like, like I was mentioning in the middle of that was, you know, Spuds McKenzie is another example of that, where it's kind of a weird idea to have a dog that parties to promote your beer. Or Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> but, you know, I, I had a Spuds McKenzie t-shirt when I was a kid. I didn't realize it was, you know, when I wear it, they're like, you can't wear that shirt to school. It's a beer advertisement. I just no, it's like not. It's dog. a dog. Right. 
And then you told him, party on. <laughs> and then they gave us yeah, all beer, and we had a party. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you raised your hand up like Stone Cold, and somebody threw a beer at you. You're like, where did this come from? <laughs> Why is everybody wearing bikinis? <laughs> That's the best day at school ever. Weird and terrifying and annoying all at once. Sort of a uh, fusion of Mike's questions. Mm-hmm. You get to the '90s and you got Six Flags, Mister Six. Oh, oh. Jesus! Oh. oh, that guy. Yeah. So for our international or non-Midwestern, I'm not sure uh, how far these commercials got, but you basically had a bald old man suit with a young dancer in it doing this dance. They played down here in Houston, too. Oh, okay. So it's uh, probably anywhere where Six Flags had an amusement park. Right. And you played that song. The Baja Boys, isn't it? Was it? No. Baja Baja Men was... Yeah, Baja Men was who let the dogs out. Yeah, who the hell was... uh... Oh, it just came up not that long ago, actually. The Venga Boys. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I had to sing the song. It, it's kind of like, for those who haven't seen it, if you've seen any of the uh, uh, jackass skits with Spike Jones and, and um, Johnny Knoxville dressed in the old suits, they look kind of like that. Yeah, that's exactly, they look just like that. And he, but if they had gotten like a real old man that was kind of nimble and even with like a half-ass kind of like dance type of thing, but that plastic face, it reminded me like the grandfather of... Uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No, no. It was like if you took the Cowboys from the Winona's Big Brown Beaver video. Oh, God. And that was their grandpa. Speaking of terrifying. Yep. That was kind of a weird stretch even for me. Well, and you kind of wonder. I mean, I could see on paper where they're sitting at the ad meeting. They're like, hey, how about we have this old guy dancing? And like, oh, okay, that's kind of fun. And then they're like, okay, here's a mock-up of the guy in the suit. Why did that become a thing? I, you got to imagine that they never know what's going to hit and what's going to be popular. Because, like, imagine the pitch meeting for the California Raisins. I mean, on paper, the California Raisins are fucking weird. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but, like, I love them. And there were all the collectible figures. They had their own holiday special. Lots more stickers for them. And it was an ad for Raisins. But who's then they sang Motown. Yeah, and they had the Christmas special. Which, so good. Yeah. How do you make that connection? Uh, that's a good point. Do your and, raisins and just, celebrate Christmas? And do you they? just think if you're the ad guy that came <laughs> up with that, and then all of a sudden for it to go to go basically viral, and they're making products based off of something they created to sell product, right? Hey, somebody got a promotion. Well, and that was the thing. At that time, it was such a risk to do something that screwy because it wasn't the Internet wasn't around in its full force as it is now where something could go viral. I mean, something could be super popular, but, you know, the California raisins are only only popular in like Duluth. You know, what what good does that get you? You know, it's just sell the hell out of raisins in Duluth. That's what I (laughs) know. But how many raisins can Duluth eat a lot for our Duluth listeners? Let us know the eternal question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that kind of leads us into something we talked about is mascots, weird mascots. I mean, okay, you've got Wendy, you know, the red haired 
girl selling hamburgers. But then you've got Ronald McDonald, who is a little terrifying on his own. But then you go back to the original Willard Scott, where he's got a cup for a nose. And it's got like a what, like a tray with a hole cut in it with food mm. on his head or something? I forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For those of you that don't know, Willard Scott was the first ever Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. He had, they cut a, it was like one of those trays like you get your nachos and stuff in when you go to the movie theater. They cut a hole yeah, in okay. the bottom, stuck it on his head, and then they put a, like a shake in his belt and a package of fries on the other side. So he had like this, like this Batman utility belt for diabetics. <laughs> <laughs> And it's pretty and, terrifying. Yeah. Even as the uh, Ronald McDonald, like that whole mascot thing, they, they kept evolving it. Like the Hamburglar. I remember the uh, like kind of twisted face, more sinister looking hamburger before they uh, gave him like a big happy face and red hair. And rosy cheeks. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it, when they had all of the different characters that represented the different foods, do you remember when the Hamburglar was just a dude wearing a black and white striped shirt? I've seen pictures of it, but that was yeah. a little before my time. Mm. Well, and I'm sorry, but Grimace is terrifying. A big purple tongue? That sells that sells shakes. Why is he selling milkshakes? What the hell is Grimace? Grimace is the uh, person for the shake. But what is he? What like Animatronically, physiologically, what is he? He's a Grimace. <laughs> That's not an answer. I, I've never understood that. Like, why he's a thing and why he's the representation. <laughs> so, of some animator just got real lazy. He just drew a blob with some eyes. He's like, there, that's a grimace. Get out of here. You got to imagine that it's supposed to be like the inside of the shake cup. Like, because you're not going to go Aqua Teen Hunger Force and just have the shake, like a floating shake with eyes on it. Like, that wouldn't have worked in the 70s and 80s. So they're like, well, well what, what's a shake like? Well, it's just kind of this thick stuff that's in a cup. They're like, well, put feet and, uh, feet and eyes on it. Well, that would make even, that makes less sense because they didn't even sell any purple shakes. Now, why he's purple is a better question. Yeah, because they didn't have a purple shake. There wasn't a grape shake. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. That's a hard pass. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's made out of the California raisins. Oh, it's a sad day. I mean, it's 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 just as weird as the Fry Guys. I mean, they're little furry things with legs or whatever. They're not even. But they kind of look like like uh, bunches of fries in different colors. The one with purple because grape fries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he was actually Grimace was originally uh, a villain. He was the evil Grimace. What? Grimace wasn't evil. Grimace was a big old doofus. Um, originally, <laughs> he was evil in the early 1970s. The Hamburglar would steal hamburgers. Captain Crook would steal filet of fish sandwiches. And the evil Grimace would steal shakes. Wow. My whole world is just shook a little. Shooken? Shooken. It's for sure. And apparently many of the early McDonald's characters got booted off commercials because uh, McDonald's was sued for using copyrighted storylines and character designs from H.R. Puff and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That seems seems right, yeah. That is crazy. And and you know who did H.R. Puff and stuff? 
That's Sid and Marty Croft. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who mm-hmm. sued McDonald's. <laughs> huh. Wow. I learned something in the course of uh, answering the what is Grimace question. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. And then you've got things like Mayor McCheese, who literally is a giant burger. Has so many questions. Do you remember the little little uh, fry guys? Yeah. Like, if you're Mayor McCheese's friend, how do you not just, like, take bites out of his face? I mean, the ethical questions of these characters are getting really concerning. Well, I'm just telling you right now, Mike, if you had a giant hamburger for a head at some point during our relationship, I would have taken a big chunk out of it. All right. I'm going to tell you that during the relationship as our friendship, you have taken a big chunk out of my head. <laughs> I can vouch for that. It was, it was a hell of a night. <laughs> And I'm missing an earlobe now. He said it tasted like chicken. I thought that was lettuce. <laughs> Doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> what are you, Grimace? <laughs> now, what about, and then again, to counteract the McDonald's, then you have the Burger King, which is still going today. But when was the last time you saw Ronald McDonald in a commercial? I think they kind of pulled back on that a little bit. Uh, with the whole Super Size Me thing happened and they were trying to not promote obesity for children. I mean, you still see the character in their marketing, but I think they kind of pulled back on it. Because, you know, we were kids and they had the, the Playland and you could crawl inside Mayor McCheese's head. Or Which brings up take, even more questions. Take a little bite out of it. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I would. I would not... Take a bite out of anything in the McDonald's playland. <laughs> well, don't say nothing. I this mean, it's like urine. <laughs> little Susie, uh, you know, never mind. What? 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 That's Subway. <laughs> I was referencing when I was a child, not. I had to currently. crawl. I had to crawl up in the top of one of the playlands once when the girls refused to get out of there. <laughs> We're leaving. We're going to leave you. Get down here. You're not going to leave me. Damn it, they're too smart. <laughs> We're well, going. This is only six months ago. We're going. I and mean, we walked out to the front of the room, like out into like the where the where the tables were. We wait a little bit, and we look, and you get her. I see you. God. <laughs> There's me crawling backwards up the twisty slide. <laughs> oh shit! No, they're still there. I just get emails from them <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the McDonald's in Carbondale, so that's where they've been stuck. <laughs> they check in on LinkedIn every now and then. I can't believe it's taken us so long to get to Mentos. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't matter what comes. Something, something in life. Something, something European candy. You can jump in a car. You can ride on a bike. You can break a law, but you're eating Mentos. As long as you got this candy, you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, like the one where the guy they crawl in the car and they run through the car. Yeah, there's all these wacky European hijinks, and then like when they get caught, they just pop mementos. They're like, "Ha ha!" And the <laughs> security guard's like, "Oh, you, you crazy Mentos users!" It's like, I'd love to see one Mentos, and when they pop out the Mentos, stop and look, and they wing them in the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> then they mace them. <laughs> Or like Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, he's got one and he's like, ding. And the cops are like, oh, you. <laughs> what? What? Head in the freezer. How what? How are you going down these roads? Well, you're talking about them getting away with things they shouldn't. And, you know, and the, you know. 
You go to Jeffrey. So you go straight to serial killer. No, no build up there. And, and cannibalism. Yeah, cannibalistic serial killer. That's your entry point. <laughs> Not shoplifting. The fresh maker. What? Okay, is it better if he's got Mary McCheese's head in the fridge? <laughs> Mentos, the flesh taker. <laughs> I'd be more likely to buy him then. <laughs> and that was the thing. Sometimes you'd buy him. You're like, oh, Mentos. That looks like a lot of fun. I'm going to try the Mentos. Oh, yeah, Mentos. Now, the pepperoni ones are nasty. The first time I ever tried Mentos, I got the fruit flavored ones. Oh, I like the fruit flavored ones. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, I bought them quite a bit in college. Mentos are not bad. Yeah, Mentos are not bad. So you drop it in your Diet Coke. I think that only works with the mint ones. I don't know. I've never tried it. Yeah. Well, I think we've milked this cow enough. I think (laughs) now that we're crossing over between Mentos and Jeffrey Dahmer, I think this conversation is finished. Ooh, and (laughs) Pop it. Get some help. Bop it. (laughs) Pull it. <laughs> Yank it, shove it, twist it, stab it, kill it, <laughs> chew it, chop it off and eat it. Have you seen? I don't know. Was it on Family Guy where they had that that sketch? Or oh no, it was on Robot Chicken where the guy's playing bop it, and it's like disassemble it, reassemble it, and it turns into a <laughs> rifle. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> I have not seen that one. Oh, that's funny. All right, so. We're going to take a break right now, go upstairs and get another drink and come back down. We're going to talk about commercials now. What are you looking at now? We're going to talk about some of the commercials that we have seen uh, now that the media has expanded from just TV to the web and YouTube and all sorts of crazy ass commercials all over the place. We'll be back in a little bit. All right, we are back, and we're going to talk about advertising, freaky commercials for the now. So, kind of Skittle going space. The... Is that the one? That's I the mean, one. I hate you're... that commercial so much. I don't like things on my skin. I don't like. That's one reason I don't like tattoos. I don't like stickers on me. I don't like writing on me. I don't like anything. And the thought of like having a skittle on my face that someone's going to pull off and eat is just no, no. So, Josh and Joel, we're all in with gluing Skittles to Pat's face next year at Gen Con? Yep. No. Is this why Jay and I room together at Gen Con? Oh, Jay will be in on it. Hey, I Jay. trust Jay that Jay, he will not betray me. Make a super fast edible glue? I think I can. Jay <laughs> will not betray me. He just reaches in his medicine cabinet. He's like, here you go. <laughs> So Skittles face commercial with the one where, where they got like the Skittles box. Yeah. Yes. That that would be the one. Oh, was that for both of you? Huh. That's the one I'm talking about. There, no question. No question was asked. Patrick just yelled Skittles face. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I needed to get that off my chest. And your face. You just need to. <laughs> this is. Don't like that. Wow. No. Okay. I mean, I can't disagree. I mean, it's like. It's like picking scabs. It's not the one that freaks me out the most as an adult, but it's a little weird. Yeah. It's like picking scabs and eating them. Ew. Yeah, yeah that's gross. That, it's, but that's what you're, you're making your own cornflakes. 
What? Keep me from masturbating, I guess. Now, the, the most disturbing one for me is probably the little baby ice cream. Yep. Yes. That's the one I was going to say, too. Yeah, where you've got the wide-faced white guy whose head is made of ice cream and he's eating out of the top of his skull. Yep. And and he's then the, the pudding. Yeah. And then the guy who does the uh radio announcer voice from Welcome to Night Vale is doing the talk over. I don't know if it oh, actually really? is him. No, I don't know if it's him, but it oh. sounds just like him. All the little baby's ice cream commercials are are messed up. But that one just does not make me want to eat ice cream of any kind. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'd rather have Skittles box. The thought of finding like somebody's hair in your soft serve, yeah. I don't care if it's yours or not. See, that never bothered me. That never yeah. bothered me. It didn't. It's just like one piece of hair, whatever. Pick it out, keep eating. Stop being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a bunch of dandruff, I get it. But like one hair, whatever, human hair. Well, gets you're not going to know if there's any dandruff. That's the point. Like you don't know what that was on that hair. Could have been yeah. lice. No harm, no foul. Dude, I live with three women. I, there is hair in my food every single time. Well, yeah, it's a big difference between knowing, you know, it's knowing where it comes from and knowing it's unknown. Like you're at a restaurant or something and you pull out like a a black hair of unknown origin. It's a little different than if you're at home and you find a hair in your food. Right. Like if you think it could be like a hair from downstairs, that's one thing. But it's definitely going to be something that you're going to find if you're scooping ice cream off of somebody's head. You're going to find some hair in your ice cream. Maybe like an eyebrow hair. And I admit that I am almost certainly in the cultural minority and not giving a shit if there's a single hair in my food. I'm with you. I really honestly usually don't, but I mean, it it, it usually is pretty much a bummer. I, I don't believe you. I I believe you found a hair in your ice cream. That would be the end of this whole meal. Be like, done. Can't touch it. Can't eat it. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I've, I've pulled, you know, I, I haven't cared as much when it's in my own house. But, yeah, if it's, if it's somewhere else, I'm like, nope, then. Yeah, just like that. Or it's even worse when, like, when you when you reach up and you do the long pull. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that that might get to me a little bit. <laughs> or when it's already in your mouth. Like, you feel, you feel like you're, you're starting, to, starting to pull start your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> or when you pull it and it's actually stuck in the tooth. Ah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> where funny. have we gone where the hell has this conversation <laughs> how gone? did we get to this we went from skittles to jeffrey dahmer way more recently like this one these i make me happy even though they're super freaky our uh trolley gummy worms company has these ads where like one of them's got a kid in a closet hiding from a serial killer and the gummy worms are singing. What? <laughs> the uh, the other one has like this uh, creepy tree in the middle of a forest and he like reaches down and they're singing gummy worms all over his hand and he like looks inside himself and the gummy worms start singing. And it's like, welcome to our land. We're sorry about your hand. <laughs> And then, like, he looks up and these gummy worms <laughs> fall out of his tree mouth. <laughs> yeah, they are trippy. And they, they, we're talking this is like the last year or so. 
Trolley, trolley, trolley. I am not at all familiar with these. Good on you, trolley. I don't think this would be something like Pat would like swear off gummy candies for the rest of his <laughs> life with these. But yeah, all the characters are like claymation. They would they would either earn my loyalty forever or I would swear them off and never eat them. <laughs> I went back and watched the one with the tree again, and in the middle of the song, two of the gummy worms are eating each other. Like taking <laughs> bites out of each other. It's like it is uh, deeply disturbing. <laughs> Cinnamon toast crunch ones or whatever. Where they're they they little mascots are eating each other. Oh yeah. Point. We kind of yeah. missed that from the first uh first yeah. half. I mean, that's been recent that they've been doing that still. So I don't know. I've not seen these trolley ones, but I'm gonna have to look them up now. Is cannibalism part of breakfast? Apparently. Huh. Ask Jeffrey Dahmer. Back to this again. Gonna have a friend <laughs> for breakfast. Good God. So these gummy trolley gummy ones have got like stuck in my head with the I think the thing that throws me the most from is the the worms falling out of his mouth. Yeah, I, I remember when I, I first saw it. Because it was a real popular one on one of the streaming channels. So it's one, an ad you might see like three times an hour. And I was just like, what is this? It it makes me happy somehow, but I don't understand what this is. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joel, what about you, man? I I mean, the little baby's ice cream is the one that I had in in my notes. Just because uh, I didn't know about him until Laura introduced him to me. And I was like, this isn't a real thing. So we went to their website yep. and saw, you know, that it's a real thing. And then we watched several of the other commercials and they just made me more and more disturbed. See, the only one I've seen has been the one where he guy's eating his own head. Do they get progressively worse? There's other ones that are equally as weird or stranger that are out there. I don't remember off the top of my head what they are. But if you go to their website or you just look up Little Baby Ice Cream on YouTube, there's at least, I want to say at least three of them that I've seen. Uh, I'm doing a, whoop, it's already in my search history. There you go. Oh. Yeah, there's one where that same person is in a cone. Oh, there's one where there's mouths for eyes. That doesn't sound fun. If I remember right, there's one where a guy's got like no shirt on and he's got, he has like ice cream in his pants or something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's. Or else uh, would you keep it? I, I, I really have no answer to that. If you look it up, yeah, he unzips his pants and just I, vanilla ice cream and other things start flying out of his. Where you know where ice cream shouldn't be. It's not the word ice cream that threw me there. It's other things. There are other things <laughs> coming out of there. It's kind of like the Skittles commercial that doesn't is it wasn't really I don't know if it was a real commercial where the the wedding night with the dude that no, is that, not a real commercial that is that not a real good. commercial it's like that but it's a real commercial huh yeah yeah I posted it in the chat so when you get a chance you can watch it discuss it amongst yourselves it's disturbing all right put that on the list yep add that to the Mister No No's pile <laughs> <laughs> no no. So some of the stranger ones and going down this rabbit hole with weird commercials. And now recently, it seems like a lot of the fast food places have been vying to be to have the strangest commercials to dethrone the king. Yeah. Wendy's for a long time had a lot of strange stuff going on. And their Twitter feed was (laughs) like 
Well, they were roasting people for a they while. They were really roasting people. Like like the one guy who came on, he's like, yeah, I don't think I saw your delivery to your uh, to your place. I you know I don't think your stuff is fresh. That then the other end, they're like, are you unaware of the of the usage of refrigeration? They like roasted him on. I mean, you know, and then they're just like, you know, go fuck yourself and that sort of thing. They they don't even care anymore. But I think the undisputed king of ads recently and what actually brought up this conversation has been KFC. Yeah. Yeah. They have been bonkers since they started making random different kernels. Mm -hmm. Like RoboCop was the kernel at one point. Oh, I missed that one. There's a RoboCop kernel? Yep, there's a RoboCop as the kernel. He's got the little goatee, the white goatee and everything. That's awesome. Norm McDonald's my favorite one. Yep. The one that I put in the list for the now for the weird ass commercials was the WWE KFC commercial where they start it with a fake commercial for a nasty looking chicken sandwich. And they've got this guy dressed, the guy dressed in a yellow chicken suit. And then you cut out to Colonel Sanders, granted a very young looking Colonel Sanders standing on the WWE platform, starts trash talk. They start going back and forth. Next thing you know, He's wearing like a half a dicky and <laughs> this sort of flying elbow on a chicken. And, and it goes, rolls into there. And then they start talking about the little chicken, chicken sandwich, the best chicken sandwich in the USA or something like that. <laughs> and it was actual advertisement. I'm going to have now, to look at that one. Now, my girls, <laughs> one of my girls had friends over yesterday. I'm like, all right, I've got to, I've got to look at these commercials for the show tomorrow. So I've, you guys got to sit in the living room while I'm doing my research research and i showed on this commercial i'm like so what do you think about the kfc commercial <laughs> the comment i got back from them was how did they make the kernel hot <laughs> oh and that's not that's like the least hot and weird thing they've done with him recently mm-hmm. they had the anime dating sim on steam yep and then they have i forget who oh. plays him with the on the romance channel or something like that on the Mario Mario Lopez. Lopez yeah. yeah. Mario yeah. Lopez playing the AC playing Slater. the colonel. And one thing I have to have to think, what would the colonel say at this point? I mean, on one side he's probably like, Are we still selling chicken? Yep. Yeah. I don't I don't think he would be a big fan of it, to be honest with you. I don't think a, he a would. recipe for seduction starring Mario Lopez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because he was a big shill for the company. Yeah, but he did not like to be made a fool of. He was a very prideful man, too. Well, there's an Al Adamson movie called Hell's Bloody Devils. They sponsored a lot of Al Adamson's movies, and they were paying him in chicken to advertise in that. And so the crew, all they would eat was fried chicken for every meal because they were getting it from the colonel. And he's in the movie. Like, there's a scene where he's there with two of the lead characters in the film, and they're in his restaurant, and he's standing there, and he's like, isn't that the best chicken you've ever had? And it's just like kind of can a you, what the fuck Can moment. you do that again for me? Isn't that the best chicken you've ever had? Okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> and it's I just say like, you, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chickpea, Tay-Tay in the wind. Tay-Tay in the wind. It's, it's weird. And, and it's just in this just random product placement in this low-budget drive-in movie. It's weird. So I don't know. I, I would be... Hard pressed to say whether or not he might not be on board with it, but Pat, I mean, you're honestly, right. in my mind, the the colonel would be like, especially for the WWE thing, be like, "Yeah, man, that's how I used to smack that down back when I was young." 
<laughs> and they got the KFC console, which is the sort of thing that like most advertising agencies would pretend to do as a joke, but they actually made it. Yeah, didn't they get together with uh, Ryzen? Ryzen? Yeah, it's basically a dedicated gaming PC, but with a chicken warming drawer right oh, next yeah. to the heatsink. Which, honestly, that's kind of genius. But how? That's not sustainable. Come on now. After a year, that's going to that's gonna drip into your, your shit. Depends. I gotta imagine there's a grease catcher down there, because they actually put some like real thought into that one. The Venn diagram of people that will take care of that computer versus the people that will use that computer. That's fair. It's a, it's a very, very slim, slim sliver. But I mean, it's not it's not like I mean, that's maybe one of the weirdest examples. But I mean, there's been other companies that have done strange things like that. Like the Burger King had a video game, you know, oh, they yeah. had multiple video games. But uh, Sneak King was the uh, the creepy one. And the Noid. But I think you don't actually put chicken in, in that KFC console. Yeah. Like, no, you I, could, but it's it's this weird, like, limited edition part of pop culture history that you can play games on for a little bit, but you almost certainly don't actually put chicken in that drawer. I'd put a sandwich in there. Put some fries in there. But, I don't know, chicken, I mean, anything fried has got too much grease. I mean, it's something that if you're, a you know, a, a video game collector of memorabilia that you would have on your shelf and say, dude, check what I got out. Right yeah, and you probably never actually use it. You own it for the novelty. Right. You I mean, you kind, of, you kind of like my Thanksgiving sodas. Yeah, but right. it's it's like a big, legit PC. So you probably use it while the hardware is still good. Like, yeah. you're not going to have a $2,000 gaming PC in your house and say, well, I'm not going to plug this fucking thing in. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. Oh. You don't tell me what to do. I won't plug it in if I don't want to. I'll put it right next to my Rolexes. <laughs> it's a Lexus full of Rolexes. I thought it was a Lexus made of Rolexes. <laughs> How does it drive? You don't drive it. You just own it. Does it have a chicken warmer? If not, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. You're going to lose 30 Rolexes if you want to put the chicken warmer in it. <laughs> trying to think about the, the gain loss on that. Chicken warmer, less Rolexes. Mm. But I mean, you do I, get chicken. You get hot chicken. Lisa got chicken. I'd rather have more Rolexes because with those Rolexes, I can buy more chicken. But you can't eat the Rolexes until you get the chicken. Well, you shouldn't eat the Rolexes, period. You don't Would eat you? Rolexes. I think that's what we're trying to get at. That's <laughs> the point of this episode. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if you learn anything at all from this episode, is don't eat your Rolexes. Who says we don't provide a service? Right. Seriously, all of our all of our parents. That's who. <laughs> and, and sometimes the the weirdness in the commercials is more subtle. I'm thinking of the Lincoln commercials with Matthew McConaughey just spouting hot nonsense for two minutes. Yeah, like a stream of consciousness. Around the <laughs> Those are so weird. Now here's what we want you to do: Let's get in front of the camera, in front of our cars, and talk <laughs> about what. No matter. Just go. You're, you're going to be on a trailer, so do as much shrooms and meth as you want. <laughs> I mean, if they were smart, they would do one with his character from Days and Confused, and he's like, you don't own a Lexus? Be a lot cooler if you did. All right, all right, all right. Lincoln, not a Lexus. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm still stuck on the Rolexes. That's why nobody ever wants you to hawk their goods, Joel. So we can't get a goddamn sponsor on this show. It would be kind of cool if he did like every character 
that he ever played in every it, it, one for each Lincoln ad. Yeah, I don't know. I used to be the the mascot for Jack in the Box, so yeah, he'd be like the, the the lawyer from A Time to Kill. Wait, you wore a giant Jack in the Box head? I did not, but it made me think of another weird mascot that those commercials or Jack in the Box are pretty weird. What just happened? You know which ones are are, are rapidly attracting my attention for the weirdness of them are the uh, flow from Geico. Progressive. What? Yeah, definitely progressive, not Geico. Geico's which one's Geico? Geico? Oh, Geico's a damn lizard. Yep. Or the no, caveman. The Geico yeah. ones are gone off the rails in a weird direction. Yeah, the progressive ones. Like my <laughs> the one that really made me laugh was when they're at the club and the one guy's in the back doing karaoke and guys keep approaching the table and that one the one girl that's not flow every time i go i laugh like this <laughs> they're getting stranger now with the with the uh web ones the coronavirus ones yeah where everybody's on the guy one guy starts rapping no don't do that don't no. don't do that don't do that oh yeah jim, jim. jimmy now the most recent one i've seen the one with jimmy has got them with yeah i'm sorry i'm late i wasn't able to do my shaving this morning this beard that i've got going and he has he's completely baby butt smooth and at one point one of the one of the other guys goes do you know what a beard is but that's fun yeah that's actually kind of funny yeah it was all right made me laugh made me exhale briefly through my nose but did it cause you to want to buy progressive insurance no and obviously as you know from just briefly before this it didn't even make me remember the name of the company he's got you there I mean, I I laughed at it. Don't remember what I couldn't remember if it was a lizard company or Flow. I mean, I knew it was Flow. I just didn't know the name of the company. So, did it? It was memorable, but if I don't remember it, right? What's the point? Did it do its job? Yeah. Does anyone else remember Puppy Monkey Baby? Super Karate Death Monkey Car. I love Puppy Monkey Baby. I thought you were talking about Trunk Monkey. Trunk no, Monkey no, Puppy was. Monkey Baby was a. Uh, Pug-faced, baby-legged, weird contraption from a Super Bowl ad. Yeah, for Mountain Dew, some sort of Mountain Dew twisted, like, juice and caffeine and carbonation. Puppy monkey. Yeah, I'm looking it up, too. All one word, puppy monkey, baby. And I don't know why it made me laugh so hard first time I saw it. It is so freaky. What the (laughs) hell is that? Mountain Dew kickstart. Puppy monkey, baby. It Puppy is monkey, baby. nightmare fuel. Puppy monkey, yep. baby. It is definitely appropriate for. It's weird. Like I watch so little TV, but like I seem to watch a lot of strange commercials, and I don't know why. We're in that this weird kind of flux of we can skip them, but we can't skip them. Well, most of my TV services don't even have commercials unless I'm watching Hulu. I mean, I'm mostly Amazon and Netflix. I just watched a little bit of that commercial, and I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> they had little baby legs. Yep. And a I monkey like tail. Just like Detective Baby Legs. I'm sorry, what? Detective Baby Legs. Which show was that from? Was that a... Rick and Morty. That was Rick and Morty, okay. The inter- oh, interdimensional okay. Cable. Now I remember that, yeah. thought it was Here another commercial. This is how I run. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, yeah. don't be sorry. You've given me nightmare fuel. That's always good. <laughs> Puppy monkey baby. Yeah, that thing's Stop disturbing. It. And that was a that was a Super Bowl? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a Super Bowl ad. Like, a lot of Super Bowl ads will be weird. Like, uh, the avocado ads are almost always a little off. The GoDaddy ads are always a little weird. I don't even remember what it was for, but there was the one where they were firing hamsters out of a cannon at a wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. That like a Monty Python skit. I mean, I think it was for some sort of internet service that is no longer around, because I think the internet service had an O in its title, and they were trying to shoot the hamster through the O and kept shooting it into the wall instead. Before I forget, uh, since we're we're kind of not quite following this the same question list, I don't know how weird this is, but a jingle to a commercial that was kind of a strange commercial, freecreditreport.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they had all the contests, people sending in all their different, yeah, and the pirates sang it. and They had the, the indie band driving around in the car. Yeah. Freecreditreport.com. You know, and they're singing about. Those are actually pretty good. Unlike 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS, which makes me want to <laughs> dig out my eardrums. <sighs> I don't understand why they're still using that same jingle. Because I would, if I'm listening to the radio and that comes on, I'll get 1-8 and then changed. I don't yeah, care you think about it. We're still talking about it. We're still talking about it, but I'm not giving my car to them. Screw them. Those kids yeah. can go without a car. <laughs> you sir can go to <laughs> Those kids can walk. Yeah. Now I'm trying to remember how the, the commercial goes. Not that one. I don't not, want to remember that yeah, one. Yeah, don't make us do cars for kids. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that's sure. one I don't even want to provide additional context for. Like, if you don't know what that is, just Google it, because I don't want to talk about it anymore. But it had to be mentioned. Now, one of the ones that I thought was just like a, a meme or an, a GIF that I didn't realize was a real commercial until Laura and I were talking about this topic is the Squatty Potty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, would, that one showed up on YouTube ads like... like your pre-roll, your pre-roll or your mid-roll for YouTube videos for a long time. And for those who aren't familiar, which you probably have seen the GIF, it's the unicorn that's shitting uh, rainbow-colored ice cream. <laughs> and you're like, what is this for? And then you realize it's actually for a bathroom item that Accoutrement. makes you squat so the poop comes out easier. But he's eating the ice cream. Well, yeah, unicorn poop is delicious. Everybody knows that. I mean, yeah. How high are you? (laughs) Hi, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) It legitimately is is just bizarre. And you kind of wonder, I mean, I guess if you're trying to pitch the product, you got to come up with a way to do it that's interesting and And memorable. Mm -hmm. Bizarre sells. Look at Old Spice. Oh, oh, yeah. Between the I'm on a horse and uh, everything, because uh, they had two different weird ads. Uh, and I'm blanking. He's one of my favorite actors. Terry and Cruz. Terry Crews. Terry Crews, yeah, yeah. The Terry Crews and Isaiah Mustafa both did weird Old Spice ads. Yeah. Look at me. I'm on a horse. No, I'm not. And the best thing about those were those were all done in one shot. Which Yeah, practical effects and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Robert Goulet showing up to sell, uh, I think it was almonds. I don't know if you guys remember the em- Emerald Nuts. Huh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird choice for a spokesperson. Oh, and the way they're shot, it's acknowledging that it's freaking weird. Like, he, he basically just wanders onto the set, and Deadpan talks about 
emerald nuts. I had that once. Doctor gave me a shot and went away. Holy. <laughs> or like uh, all of the Burger King ads with uh, the king being creepy. Right. Mm-hmm. Just showing up in your bedroom. Yeah. And that head. That emotionless, motionless plastic head with the big giant grin. Yeah, it's the smile that gets me. It's terrifying, but, it, you know, it's effective. It's something you remember. And, I mean, I don't remember Burger King having a mascot prior to that. You never had any Burger King uh, glasses and stuff? Yeah, the king existed, but he wasn't this weird self-parody, almost terrifying entity. Oh, uh, okay. I like, he, he was around before. Yeah. But once they brought him to life, it, you know, because they didn't have like a, like McDonald's we talked about earlier with all their various mascots or Wendy's or, you know, some, something, or even Jack in the Box. He was just this kind of logo. Yeah. And once they brought him to life, it was just like, they they went big with it. You know, we're going to, we know it's terrifying, going to be terrifying. So let's just play that angle. And I kind of respect them when they do that sort of thing where they, they're like, all right, this has gotten weird. And they just lean into it. I agree. I'd rather them lean into it than to try and back off it and change it or make it something different. Or just ignore it. I mean, when was the last time you saw a commercial with Ronald McDonald in it? Been a long time. But you see the king everywhere. Yeah, that question was asked in the first half, too, and I can't answer that. When was the last time Ronald yeah. was in a commercial? I don't remember it. I feel like I saw him. Yeah, I, I, I think I've seen him in the last few years. They're not as common. And they're probably targeted on shows that we don't watch as much anymore because mm. we're not the demographic. That's true. Like they're soap operas. Yeah, soap operas. Hulu's about it. the only place I see commercials other than, yeah. you know, the occasional YouTube videos. And Well, during, remember, during basketball games, I see commercials now. Oh, well, and, and that makes sense. Because, I mean, how many people watch regular live broadcast television on the regular anymore, you know? Not, not too many of us, but lots of people, I would imagine. I, I would still think that the cord cutter is the, uh, not the default. Like, I know a lot of people, but for every person I know, I know five who aren't. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it, and I think only people over the age of 60 that I know still have <laughs> broadcast television. <laughs> Another one that was brought to my attention that I mentioned earlier that I proved to you guys was a real thing, because I didn't know it either, is shittens. This does, it does not seem worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, you already have regular wipes. Just use those. You don't need to like go through the whole thing of putting a glove on and using only one side and throwing that away. And what if you, you got bad aim? Then you got most of it on the wipe and some of it on your thumb. Did you get in the shower then if you got that, that oh, many God. issues? We're not doing the... waffle stomping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the thing about the shit and sink that makes it weird Left is, foot, left stump. <laughs> is is not the product, not necessarily the product itself. It's if you listen to the commercial, it's a like a like a twangy kind of country type song, and he's singing about shittens. So I, if you've not seen the commercial, it's weird because it's catchy. Mm-hmm. It's, it will stick in your head, but not to your butt. It's kind of like the Squatty Potty where they're like, how are we going to sell this product? They're like, okay, well, let's have somebody write a song about it that's not offensive, but that tells you what the product is and what it does. And it's kind of catchy. 
And it, I, mean, I think all of the bathroom related products I can think of have kind of weird commercials. Like even the Charmin bears are a little fucking weird. Well, that's because our puritanical upbringing in this country has made like, but you're supposed to be ashamed of your bodily functions. You're uh, no, I don't I think it's more. You shouldn't be that excited to wipe your ass. I mean, I, I think you, I think everyone that. should be excited to wipe their ass. I think you should look forward to it with gusto and do it with full vigor and vim and be happy and sing. Hmm. That's not realistic. Have you seen my ass? Let's start yeah. a campaign of happily cleaning our butts on a regular basis. Hey, Patrick, tell me your theory and what your thoughts are about toilet paper. What do you um, want to know? I mean, just like, what do you think about toilet paper? You're so enthusiastic about wiping your butt. Well, you what, have to what? at least have three plies. Three? Three? Yeah. I thought yeah. Two's, two's acceptable. Two's One is dead. right out. One, yeah, yeah one. no, no. Two is two is you know only like if you are somewhere and you can't have your own toilet. If you buy your own toilet paper, buy three ply. Be a you know buy quilted three ply. Ah, uh, I gotta disagree. You gotta you gotta coddle your anus, Joel. I do go full I, bidet if you're gonna be all fancy about it and go. Oh, three I would love to have a bidet. Oh, a Rolex pad. That's the dream. Have a, a bidet Rolex, made out of a Rolex bidet for my Rolexes. Uh, the poopery commercials are fucking weird too. <laughs> yeah, the poopery are very weird. Speaking of bathroom ones, yeah. But yeah, important- I just I'm running down them in my head as Patrick's ranting about toilet paper. The important you know- thing about toilet paper though is that you always have to tear on the perforation. You don't leave ragged edges anywhere. I agree. I do agree with that. And I didn't know what poopery was until I went to Mike's house one time and I saw it sitting on the back of the toilet and I was like, "What is this?" What is that? I never heard of it before, Mike. You introduced me to poopery. You didn't even know it, probably. I don't think I have even one moment in my life where I have recalled to use the poopery. Yeah, it just sits there untouched. It, it sits <laughs> there untouched because it's just for effect. I, it's I'm for on guests. my way in. I'm not, yeah. It's, it's a good the, idea. Not that you're actually going to follow through with it. Yeah. And, you know, first time I tried, I used it wrong. Apparently, you're supposed to spray it in the water. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed Before to. Before you go, yeah, go over like put a yeah. like I don't know like a layer of oil on the water that once it's broken it releases. And it's smattering. It, it burns, <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes funny. I think you're using it wrong. Yeah, I thought it was a it was like a thing for a couple hours from now. <laughs> like it's like vinaka for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your ass coughing? <laughs> Yours doesn't? <laughs> no. He's gotta clear his throat before he has his ass sing. <laughs> he has emphysema. <laughs> oh. You know <sighs> You get it? Yeah, we get it. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'll stop it. <laughs> Tonight, Joel will be played by Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So uh, you know I here's my game. We're gonna take a a, a 30-second snip for the end of the show conversation, and then see if somebody can guess what the show's actually about from that. (laughs) You know, we talked a lot about Japan, but we didn't get too much into it. There is one ad I want to talk about before we get to, like, the end of the show. Have you guys seen the Long, Long Man series of ads? No. No. That that? sounds familiar. I think I might might have you probably saw it on reddit because it starts with like there's this gummy candy that uh, you pull off little (sighs) strips 
and the guy's eating it with his girlfriend. And the girlfriend looks over, and there's someone else with the long version of the product. And the uh, commercial goes, long, long, man. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And they continue on while she's, like, obviously, like, salivating over this dude. And And he just keeps appearing in different places, right? But, yeah, there's a uh, plot line that goes through where it, like, suggests that she's, like, leaving her boyfriend because the other guy's got the... His is more long, and but she uh, is going to get married to her original fiancé anyway, and Long Man shows up as the limo driver, and then eventually Long Man gets to make his confession, because he's got these long gummies, and he's got a bunch of flowers, and the big twist is his love confession isn't to the girl, it's to the dude. I just am watching it, and I just got to that part, Josh. Oh, it's so good. That's a lot more investment into a commercial than I have to energy to give at this point in my life. But, you know, that's really clever, though. It's super clever. And these weren't originally shown as seven minutes of commercials. These are 30 second spots that it's like, wow, these are funny. Oh, there's a new one. And it played over who knows how many months. So it becomes like a show almost. Yeah, and, like, and, and I'm sure it was like almost like coffee or like water cooler talk almost. I'm sure, and and it doesn't hurt that the candy looks amazing. <laughs> God, I haven't thought about the Longman commercials in a long time. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those that I only uh, encountered because of Reddit. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing it on Reddit. And if you're talking about foreign commercials, I, we didn't talk about it in the first half, but all the the American actors that go do foreign commercials. I mean, they parodied it in friends when Joey Tribbiani did the one for the men's lipstick. Ichiban. Yeah. <laughs> lipstick for men. But there's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's a whole bunch of them that I posted in the chat, like a whole bunch that he did apparently. Yeah. He is huge in Japan. And they're just weird freaking products that they would never hawk here. And I don't know if they're just getting paid a lot of money or they don't figure nobody will see it, but. Yeah, it kind of started off as a, you know, come over here, make some money, make these commercials. None none of your real fans are ever going to see it and just, you know, become popular in another culture and make some money. I've seen them with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they become popular here. (laughs) And it it was embarrassing at first, but now it's it's just kind of considered something that you you do. Yeah, you got to pay the rent. Right. And with, you know, the dawn of the Internet now, of course. Yeah, it's not staying any one place, not not staying hidden, dudes. Yeah, not anymore. But if if you ever want a, a little trip down weird lane, just look up the old school Japanese commercials, especially the Arnold Schwarzenegger ones. Yeah, definitely. They're they're a little creepy also. All right. Creepy. So uh, I think we've gone down to on a weird weird road wound up in a weird weird tunnel i told you we could get the uh, 90 minutes out of this topic no one ever believes me when i have i these... know i don't know why we ever say josh i don't think that's gonna work we can talk 90 minutes about like anything in fact I listeners call us with the most ridiculous idea for a show and we'll we'll get 90 minutes out of it well and that's the thing is like i'm certain we left out some big obvious ones in fact if you uh are thinking now about the big obvious commercial we forgot neither then or now that was super weird and we should have talked about let us know 
Give us a call at 708 now wrap. That's 708-669-9727. Mm. Maybe it's one that was in the U.S. that you're like, I can't believe they didn't say it. Or maybe it's the cool one from your country. Yeah. Wherever maybe. that might be if you're not in the U.S. Yeah. Could be a localized one. Could be something, you know, that's only in your neighborhood type of thing. But uh, if you're looking for more stuff, uh, remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. You can also get on our Discord. The link to that's on our Facebook page. Joel? Yeah. What's coming in the future? We're going to be uh, talking a bit about the swamp thing. Some cyberpunk. Uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest versus the uh, recent Netflix series Nurse Ratched. And it's about that time, kids, for the annual Billboard show. Yes. The uh, Christmas music has finally fallen off the Billboard show, so now it's safe for us to step in and do it. Talk about either either Justin Bieber or Ed Sheeran. Or Bruno Mars. Yeah, those are yeah. our three staples. Usually. Taylor Swift. Nah, yeah. less Taylor Swift. Taylor. Yeah, I don't think we've actually talked too much about Taylor. We've talked much more about some other female artists, like Katy Perry's. Yeah, way Katy more. Perry. Yep. Big Ginger Infant. That's one of our favorite shows to do, actually. Yep. Ruth. Yeah, definitely go back and re-listen to some of our older uh, Billboard shows, and you'll see why we're, we're not. We're not just a bunch of old men that go, "Yeah, I hate today's music." Yeah. All of us have picked up on new bands and stuff from those shows. You also find out why we don't post these shows on YouTube. Uh, yeah. True. We don't just say we hate old music. Sometimes we make dick jokes as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, keep an ear out for those shows coming around the bend. Leave us some messages at the aforementioned places. And thanks for listening. We will be back next week. Shall we? No, let's talk some more about poop. All right. All right. The poop show. Poop show. I Our largest it. episode ever. <laughs> We're all stars now in the poop show. <laughs> We're all stars now in the poop show. <laughs> all right. We good? We good. The beautiful poop hole. The beautiful poop hole. <laughs> <laughs> which which I, it's a relative term for us. <laughs> <laughs>